Jim bent down and inspected some of the skulls. You ever see anything like this? He asked, holding up a skull that had a dog-like shape, but with a ridge of sharp bone running from between the eye sockets to the back of the cranium. No. How about this? He held up a second skull that looked human, except for two horns. Demon, maybe, I suggested. Jim nodded, sifting through the bones. Apart from the fish, these all look demon. He stood up and looked around the valley. Where the hell did they come from? I think the answer is in your question, I told him. He shot me a look. Okay, smartass, let me rephrase that. How the hell did they get here? No idea, I said. But you might want to get some pictures for Felicity. He used the Nikon to document the scene. If that Nightwing has been eating demons, I said, that could explain why it went crazy. Demon bodies are full of all kinds of poisons. Jim thought about that and nodded. Yeah, that makes sense. The poison could have affected its mind and made it attack humans. I looked into the blackness of the cave. Maybe there were answers in the creature's lair. I'm going to take a look in there. I'll keep watch out here, Jim said. If there are demons in the area, we need to be cautious. Good idea, I said. You coming, Leon? Leon nodded. Jim handed him the Nikon, which Leon slung over his shoulder. We entered the cave, guided by the blue glow from our swords. The passageway looked barely wide enough for the Nightwing to pass through, but there was evidence that the creature had been here. Its claws had left scratches on the rocks, and there was a strong smell of death in the air. This was definitely a hunter's lair. The passageway opened up into a circular space where a bed of pine branches lay on the floor. A half-eaten corpse had been shoved up against the wall, as if the Nightwing were saving it for later. I went over to the body and held my sword over it, examining it in the blue light. Most of the face, neck, and chest had been eaten, and from the condition of the ragged, dark red flesh, I guessed that the demon had been dead less than twenty-four hours. It was naked, and I could see a tattoo on its left wrist. Leon, get a shot of this, I said. Demons sometimes wore tattoos that showed their allegiance to a certain master or displayed the symbol of their clan. The tattoo on this one's arm was of a double-headed axe inside a triangle. I didn't recognize it, but a little research should tell us more about this demon and where it came from. Leon took a couple of photos and we left the cave. When we got outside, Jim was standing by the woods. He waved us over. I think that's how the demons got here, he said, pointing into the trees. There was a small clearing on the other side of the stream, and in the clearing stood a stone circle. The stones had been carved with a knotwork design that seemed to represent a cross within a circle. A portal, I said. Yeah. Jim took the camera from Leon and got some pictures. But what's it doing here, and where does it lead? We waded across the stream to the stones. They were huge, but buried deep in the earth so that the part of them that was above ground stood waist-high. The larger stones were arranged around a smaller, inner circle of knee-high stones, carved with the same knotwork pattern. This symbol isn't demonic, I said, tracing my fingers over the design. It's fairy. Jim frowned. Why would demons be using a fairy circle? None of this makes sense. Hey, guys, something's happening, Leon said, pointing to a half-dozen sparkles of light that had begun drifting up from the ground. 
The stone I was touching suddenly grew warm. It's being activated. I said, we need to get out of the circle. We backed off as the sparkles of light increased in number. They floated up from the ground within the circle, twisting and interweaving until they became a light so bright it was difficult to look at. We hid behind nearby trees, sheathing our swords so the glow wouldn't give us away. The light from the circle filled the woods for an instant and then died just as quickly. I peered around the trunk of my tree to see a woman standing in the center of the circle. She had long blonde hair that was decorated with brightly colored flowers and wore a long white dress over a bountiful figure. She looked around for a moment before calling out, Alec, I know you're there. It's time for you to repay your debt to me.